We'll do a review from the Sikh of Ayishlach. Uh, this is the second Sikh of, uh, of Ayishlach. The first one is Vayishlach and Yutas Kislev, and this is just Vayishlach uh, in Chelik Yud. And um, in this Sikh is a Rashi Sikh, and the Rebbe gives a new insight to what was really, really troubling Rashi. Because in the simple uh, approach, uh, the way the Mephorshim and the way it looks like from Rashi, uh, it's not really understood. Rashi explains over there the words, uh, the Pasuk that says that when uh, Yaakov moved back uh, to uh, land of Canaan, it says that... Uh, the land could not uh, sustain them both, and um, and what is the meaning that that they had too much of assets, then the land could not, uh, the land where they lived could not carry them. Uh, so Rashi explains there wasn't enough. Feed and then Rashi explains Medrash uh, Agoda uh, why um, uh, about Esav why he left. So it looks like what Rashi is trying to explain over here is what does it mean that it was too heavy? It doesn't mean literally that it was too heavy because uh, that's not uh, apply to the land that it was too much cattle that the. Earth is too high, too 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 is gonna sink or something? No, so that's so Rashi explains that it means that there wasn't enough feed for the animals. But that alone would not. The Rebbe explains in the Sikha that the real issue over here is why is it that Esau moved away from Yaakov when Yaakov. Uh, is the one that came now to him. And while it's understood that the Pasuk says they can't continue to live together, but uh, Rashi is also concerned with the idea over here, uh, why is Esau moving because of Yaakov and not the other way around? Yaakov is the one that just showed up. And that fits in now with the whole, the, the plain shot in Rashi, the Medrash Agoda, as the Rebbe explains beautifully, as we will see in the Sikha. But let's look inside. Aleph, the Parshaseinu Misupar. In our Parsha, it relates, Asher Esav Lokachas Noshov, Esav took his wives. And that's after uh, the whole experience of uh, Yaakov coming back from Lobon. And then uh, he, uh, he left, he went away to the land because of his brother Yaakov. So he went to a land, Rashi says, wherever he will find a place to live because of his brother Yaakov. And then following this, after it says that, Yaakov, that Esau left, so the Pasuk gives the reason why Esau left. So the Pesach says, Ki rov because they had too much of a rechush, too much of a fortune to sit together. So the 
land in which they lived could not carry them. So Miknehem is understood because of the cattle, that the cattle, it could not carry them. So, this is simple. Rashi in his commentary, he quotes from the Pasuk, the words, the land where they lived was not able to, and he explains, didn't have enough feed for their animals. So what it means is, that's why he couldn't, because it wasn't enough feed. Rashi further says there is an Agoder that expounds that that it was because of his brother uh, Yaakov, uh, because of the document, as we'll see later on, the document of uh, having to um, you know, pay the price. He didn't want to uh, get the land because he didn't want to uh, you know, take the other part of it or because he was embarrassed, as we'll see later on. So, Kavonos Rashi Bipirushi he Lidas Mefarshim. So, what is Rashi's intent here, uh, according to the Mefarshim? What is Rashi trying to explain here? Because by Posik, Nehemar in the Posik, it says, The land could not carry them because of their cattle. So, it is impossible to explain the verse literally. Losses oisom carry them because it was too heavy. So So that's why Rashi explains what it means is lahaspik mida. There wasn't enough feed. The heavy. It's not a heavy. It was too much, too much to feed all these animals. Hainu When it says it couldn't carry, it means pirush shaloi yochlo lahaspik That means it could not provide for their needs. So, so the Rebbe says we need to understand this interpretation if this is what Rashi is saying. Number one, Aleph. Uh, Rashi quotes from the Posik, as we mentioned earlier, that not the words uh, the, the whole interpretation is Rashi's problem is uh, so Rashi should have brought down those words from the Posik. Im Rashi if Rashi's intention is to explain what means to carry them because of the cattle, that it means that there was enough, there wasn't enough feed for their animals. Then Rashi should have quoted these verses from this part of the these words from the pasuk. But not the words that the land uh, where they lived. That's not telling us anything. The whole. Uh, interpretation is, is the meaning of the word and that Rashi doesn't quote and then again the, the, the second question this whole interpretation is very obvious that it's not Rashi doesn't even have to say this um, and we find in other places Rashi is already interpreted once but Rashi this is so obvious and also Rashi has already said it based why does it, what is Rashi coming to teach us with his commentary? It's self-understood. That over here, it's what we're talking as far as the land. You can't say you can't carry it literally because of the weight. And therefore its meaning is that it didn't have enough to supply feet. 
So that, even the Rashi never said anything about this. It was also an obvious interpretation, if that's the whole problem. Mufrat, but especially, Rashi already pirish Rashi, which means the Rashi in the past has said on the Posik, ala Posik, it's talking about Loit and Avram. When uh, they said they separated this, so the Torah, the, the Posik says there, the land could not carry them. So over there, Rashi says, that it would not be sufficient uh, feed for their cattle. So Rashi already said the interpretation means not to uh, not feed. Uh, that, that's the meaning that it couldn't carry, not weight. It means it couldn't carry. So, why is Rashi over here going back and explaining again what it means uh, that uh, that it means uh, feed? Rashi already said it. And the Rebbe in the Ha'ore 4 says, so how come, if it's so obvious, so why did Rashi have to um, explain it earlier in Parshish Lech Lecho? So, and the Rebbe explains because it's a mask in language there, but the Rebbe explains that in order. The bottom line is, by us, if this is Rashi's intent to just explain what the, the meaning is of the losses uh, oisum, that it doesn't mean literally, first of all, it's obvious, and second of all, Rashi's already interpreted it, so why would Rashi have to say it again? And then the other question the Rebbe says in Gimel, Rashi changes from the word Mekneyem and uses Loshim Behemis. So the Rebbe says, Why does Rashi change from the language that the Pasuk uses because of the cattle? And Rashi adds, and Rashi says, Rashi says, Maybe you're going to say, we don't know what Miknaim is. And that's what Rashi has to say, the Miknaim, that it means Behemus uh, That's not uh, uh, something new. We have Miknaim the whole Chumash up till here. We can't say that Rashi came to explain what is the word Miknaim, that it means Behemus Because the word Mikna has already been said many times beforehand. Rashi didn't explain anything. So how could it be here? Rashi is explaining what the what the mikna is. The mikna, but we find many times the chumash the word mikna, and Rashi doesn't say there anything. Leipidish Rashi klu. We say the mizil the parshas lavchanal before when the we quoted before over there Rashi uses the same lashon miknayim because Rashi mipirushay. Rashi doesn't say Levahim Shalem, so he says Levahim. Uh, that means we even need the word that's so obvious. Doesn't say the Pasi Mikna that Rashi should have to translate. Doesn't, he's not even using the words of the Pasi because in the Pasi it doesn't say Mikna. And Rashi brings in the word Mikna, so that means Mikna means cattle. So why does Rashi have to change her and say Mehim Shalem versus Mikna? And number four, um, Rashi brings Medrash Agoda, and we know that whenever there is a difficulty, Rashi brings another pshat. So what is the difficulty in the first interpretation? What is difficult with the interpretation that it's that the 
losis oisav means because there wasn't enough feed. That because of this, Rashi has to come up with another interpretation. and especially pirush, such an interpretation. We're not saying a very simple interpretation. Rashi writes himself the Rashi ba'atzme who. That this is not the simple minikim medrash agode. Rashi starts off by saying that this is an expounding of the agodas. That means that it's not kipshutoi. So, what's the problem with the pashtip shot that requires us to bring another interpretation? And you say to Mizu, and more than that, you see in the other place, in the parsha of Lech. That we mentioned earlier, Mistapik Rashi Bahapidush over there, Rashi is satisfied just with the interpretation. It did not have uh, enough to satisfy feed for the animals. And Rashi doesn't bring doesn't bring no other commentaries. So What's going on over here? So all these questions will lead us to a conclusion that Rashi meant is something totally different, as the Rebbe will explain later on in the Sikha. Rebbe is basically going to explain later on, just briefly, that um, that in this posik when it says it seems that it applies to all the things that the Pesach says, and it talks not only about animals, and therefore over here, there would be a thought to explain that the word miknehem over here would mean uh, other items as well, and therefore as we'll see later on. Base. So now we're going to go away to the second part of the Rashi. First we're going to, Quote the second part, the second Megadrash Agoda that Rashi brings down. So, Mamshik Rashi Bepirushi, Rashi continues with his interpretation. And he says, Umedrash Agoda, the Agoda expounds, the reason why Esau left because of his brother Yaakov. Because of the document of debt that it says in that document of debt that there was a decree that your children will be the Ebishta said to Avraham that is on all of Yitzchok's children is the uh, document of debt to pay what Hashem has said to Avram, that your seed will be strangers. So therefore, since Esau is also a seed of Avram, so Omar, so you have to pay the price. So Esau said, I'm going to leave here. I have no part in the gift that the land was given to him, to Yaakov. Let him get the gift. And I don't want to pay the price, the document price. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to pay it, so he's leaving. And then further Rashi says, And it was also the shame that Esau 
had Shemachar Bechirose, that he sold his firstborn rights, he sold it to Yaakov. So that's why he left. So the Rebbe says, So we need to also understand in this part, in the Medrash HaGodet, that Rashi quotes of it, we need to understand. Aleph. First of all, We know Rashi's rule in his commentary on the Torah who that he himself, Rashi himself, told us about it. In the portion of Bereshis, the very beginning of the Chumash, he says, I'm not coming but for the simple meaning. And also, that settles the words of the Pasik, each word, each saying, on its proper way. But in our case, this interpretation of the Medrash Agote doesn't seem like it fits into the Pshutish Mikra. This is the opposite. This is contrary, goes contrary to what it's been clearly described in the Pasik. What the reason why Esau is leaving. The Atam Sheva Yelechel Eretz says in the Pasik, why is Esau going to a land away from Kedan? Who ki hoyiruchushom goimer v'loyachlo goimer? Because their fortune was uh, too much and the land could not sustain them. So here we have a Medrash Agote that says altogether different reasons. Then Rashi gives you two reasons. One, he didn't want to pay the price. So it doesn't say a yeshem. It looks like it's like a combination of reasons. Base. Rashi's language is for the doesn't want to part in this and because of embarrassment. For the cost of a yesh, he doesn't write that others say or similar as Rashi's usual custom is when he brings a new commentary. So this this tells us, this proves to us this is not an additional, a second Medrash Agoda, a second Pirashir. This is just adding to the previous one. So we need to understand how does this add up to the previous one. This is a totally new aspect, a new matter. It's a completely, a totally new uh, reason. As it's actually the source of Rashi in the Medrash, in the Medrash it's brought as an additional commentary. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Omar, Rabbi Shua ben Levi says, different than the previous one. And Rashi changes from the Medrash. And Rashi includes both interpretations together. So, what's going on over here with the second which seems to be an addition? How could it be an addition, especially that in the source it's brought down as a separate reason? And according to Rashi, it appears that it's a follow-up, it's together, it somehow goes together with the first part of the reasoning. Number three, uh, that alone, why does Rashi have to add a third reason over here, what's the problem with the second one over here? Gimel. 
Since Rashi is not satisfied with one reason, he brings additional reason. So it's evident that in one of them alone is not sufficient to force Esau to leave the land. And still, the main cause for Esau leaving was that's why Rashi says it, that reason that he went first, Rashi introduced that reason first, before the reason, before the reason that it was because of the shame. So we need to understand, what is the advantage, why is the reasoning, because that the debt of, uh, document of debt that, Esau has to pay if he stays. Why is that a better reason? And because, and yet, it's a better, but in a maspic, it's not sufficient. Rashi needs to bring the further reason, additional reason. So what's going on because of the shame, etc. So what's going on over here? Why is one not enough? And that's the main, and yet we need the other part. Number four. According to the reasoning that Esau left because of the document of the debt, that reason, so we don't understand, so why did Esau delay until Yaakov uh, comes to Choron? How do you do but this was already known from the past uh, about this whole thing. Uh, that document of debt that you have to pay, that your children, your seed, will be a stranger in another land that needs to pay for that, that is something that has been known. Because that actually started from when Yitzchok was born, as Rashi wrote down before, and the whole time, the fact Yitzchok was a kid, he didn't live, so it started the 400 years, uh, before it started then. So this was already in the process of it. So Esav knows about it. It was public knowledge. So why did he wait if he doesn't want to pay it and he doesn't want the land? And he doesn't want to part. He should have done this before. Why did he wait for Yaakov to come back? Um, then there's another uh, interesting that Rashi says right away when he starts the Medrash Agode, he quotes the words Yaakov Ochiv, which is a quote from the previous pasuk. The previous pasuk says that he went and later he said Yaakov Ochiv. So. Why does Rashi quote that over here as a introduction before the Mandashagode Mipne Yaakov Ochiv? Number four, Yisaida Mizu, quoting that has a Raya Lister, Lipidish Rashi. This is a. Um, proves against Rashi because the document of that was to Avram. That was uh, 
Okay, when Rashi starts off the Medrash Agodah says he didn't want to pay the price, that was Avram's document. But here we're saying that he left Nei Yaakov. Kibib Nei Yaakov. Over here it says Nei Yaakov. So Rashi is bringing you in words that conflict. Besides what the Rebbe asked before, this whole Rashi doesn't fit with the Pshutah Shal Mikra, but bringing down the words that he's leaving, Re'yakov, when the Rashi's commentary is that he's leaving because of the document of death that was by Avram. So, what's going on over here? So, the explanation in all of the above, in all the questions, and the first commentary of Rashi, the Medrash Agodah, Rebbe explains like this. In the Pasuk that precedes this, it states, and he expressed and he details, his cattle, all of his animals, and all of his acquisitions, that he acquired Beretz Canaan in the land of Canaan, and he left to the land. And following, as a follow up and a continuation of this, it states, Ki Stam, talking about their Rechush generally, not talking about anything specific from the Rechush, not talking about the cattle or anything. It just tells the entire Rechush, Stam, in a general way, Rav Mishavis from sitting together. So therefore, simply, this would apply to everything that was written beforehand. We talked about cattle, mikneu, gamer, we talked about the animals, and everything that he acquired that is the following when the Pasik says it was too much for the land, it's talking about the all of his rechush. So based on this, it would seem you should say this that the Pasik concludes. That the land where they lived could not carry them because of Miknehem. What is meant over here, Miknehem? So we're not saying something new that we didn't say before. So this is not something new that wasn't said before. This is a follow up. And it explains. Said before, there was too much for being together. So the Pasik says, um, um, it couldn't carry it. Uh, it's not going on the word Miknehu that this Miknehem. And the meaning will therefore be like in Lech Lecha, that the land could not carry because of the animals. No. That it's not uh, enough for the feed. 
That would not be our approach. Uh, this would be Miknaya means everything they acquired, like Miknas Kesav, whatever you acquire with money, which is the Kovar Chushon that we talked about before. Upirush Hakosov, then, what the meaning of the Pasuk would be, that it could not carry them. What would it mean? Not talking about feed specifically, not talking about the animal. But the meaning would be that it wasn't space in where they live, to contain everything that they acquired in Bekesev, whether it was with money or Bevanach or other way. Yaakov Esau, both of them, Yaakov and Esau, they all acquired, so every, their acquirement, whatever they had, Heipach the Eretz Rachvas Yadayim Shalifnezah. This would be the opposite of that was mentioned before, that the land is Rachvas Yadayim. Lands, when they said, the people of Shechem, that it's Rachvas Yadayim, and you can see the plain here we're saying, it was not big enough to contain everything. So that would be the first approach what we would be tempted to translate the words to contain everything that they were acquired in the previous passing. And that's what Layochal Aisam Layochal Ayrasbukraim lost in Aisam Ipnaim because of what they've acquired. However, that would be the approach. And Rashi has to reject this because But if that's the interpretation, we have a big surprise in the Pasik. That explains why they cannot both be in the land of Canaan if we're saying it's just not enough for everything. It's not enough for two of them. But that doesn't explain. But we still not understood. So why is okay if we can't hold? Why does Esau live because of Yaakov? should be the other way. That was the place, the land of Canaan was the place where Esau lived. And he settled there with all of his family and all of uh, his acquisition. Just now, Yaakov comes from Choron, and all of a sudden, Esav has to leave. The Rebbe in Deha'aris over here is also explains a very important part over here, that here we're saying that Esav ended up leaving to Eretz Seir after Yaakov came. But it's evidence from the beginning of the Parsha, Vayishtach Yaakov Malochim, Esav Ochim Arts Seir. He already lived in Seir right in the beginning, and also... Uh, we said that uh, he went back after the gift that Yaakov gave him. It says he says uh, that he went to Seir. The Rebbe explains in the Hora that uh, basically uh, Esav was an Ish Sode, so he went to stay Edim. So he went over there. So that, but that wasn't the place that he lived. 
Uh, he hunted over there, he did other things, but he didn't live there. Living, he lived in Canaan because the Pesach says clearly over here that the Esau went, and this happened after Yaakov came there, and he went, El so we know that this happened now. So that's the way we have to explain it. But the question is, since it's not enough for both of them, and Esau has been sitting here, why should Esau go because of Yaakov? You say to Mizu, and more than that, Loi Matsinu she Yaakov, he shtadl she Esau yaziv es ha'oretz. We don't find that Yaakov was putting an effort for Esau to leave the land. Elo kivan she lo yochlo goymer los is Esau. Since he couldn't contain him, harei vayikach Esau ma'atzme es noshu goymer. So he on his own Esau took vayikach Esau. He takes by himself es noshu. So it means that it's not like he was pushing him out. He left by himself. And the question is, why would he want to leave himself? To answer this question, why is Esau leaving? So Rashi quotes, And he explains, that the reason is, to be sufficient to provide feed for them. I know. Sepirush delosis oisum ipnei mikneim. That what does it mean? Mipnei mikneim in the pasuk who kibe parshas lechcha now is like a parshas lechcha. Shahoretz loy hoiso yecholu lahaspik midel lebeimus lam. It couldn't satisfy enough food, enough feed for the of their animals. And that's why Vizu had Gosha said Ashi Libahemishlahem. And that's what Ashi emphasized here to their animals, Loyli Miknaim Kibakosov, and not the Posik Lishla Pirushanao to reject the previous the other above mentioned interpretation, Miknaim Umlosh Miknas Kesav, that Miknaim should be the acquisition of Kesav. No, no, Rashi says here it means Miknas Kesav. It means Miknaim means the animals. Shapizem move on. Now we can understand why there was an advantage for Yaakov to Esau and Esau is leaving because of Yaakov. That's why Esau leaves because of Yaakov. So now that we're saying because there was not enough feed, so now we know why he has to leave. Why, why is Esau leaving? Why be the parshas vayetzim is super barucha. In the portion of vayetzim, it's articulated at length. The Yaakov rochash mispar otsum shel tzoyinu mikna beveislova. The Yaakov acquired a, a very uh, large number of of, uh, of of sheep and cattle in the house of Lovin. Vayifrei tzayish, quoting from the pasuk ma'od ma'od, tzayirabi. The man burst out so much that he had many. They were being fruitful and they increased more than other sheep. In other words, this was a non-natural. And so there was a lot, a lot of uh, cattle there, a lot of sheep. Esav was a man of a hunter, a man of field. And all matters of the field. So therefore, when Yaakov comes to the land of Canaan, so he was the main, because his main thing was to feed 
So he was the one who occupied most of the Mira Oritz of the feet of the land. And therefore, last week miracle so now that there is not enough feed for everybody so in this because he has all these cattle to feed he had a, a preference and he had an advantage over Esau Rashi emphasizes this that that it couldn't it's not to couldn't satisfy enough feed that's what we understand why Esau went because of Yaakov because of the feed and the feed was something which was the main was Yaakov uh, and therefore now he doesn't have feed for his animals uh, Esau okay then go find it somewhere else it's more logical to send Esau to find it somewhere else than to ask uh, Yaakov, whose main thing is the feed of the land. Amnam, however, move on. Sheyevshel lerashi li stopping with Peter Zelavad kitam alzeh sheholach Esau mibnei Yaakov. It's understood that Rashi cannot be satisfied just with this interpretation alone as a reason why Esau left. Uh, it's not enough because it is a uh, very uh, difficult uh, uh, interpretation to answer why Esau's conduct what Esau did to move with, from his place with everything that he owns because of what's right and justice, because Yaakov has all the feed, and he just needs it a little bit, so that he should, you know, especially that Yaakov entered into his territory, he was there already. Gam, and another part, that he went away from his brother, he left the land because of Yaakov. Why are we emphasizing here the brother? The brother, this is another issue. Which explains Yaakov Ochiv was his brother. It has to do with his brother. Now, with this, we understand that Sibala took us Esav from Yaakov. Why was it that Esav moved from Yaakov? Esav had already reasons why he wants to leave Canaan. When the things turned out, it came around that the feet could not uh, stand them altogether. So therefore, if we couldn't contain it, now somebody has to move. One has to move. So Esav is the one that left the land. move on. So now we understood according to the Medrash, 
This does not contradict the simple meaning of the verses. That why did Laisav leave? Because it was a big, uh, a lot of rechush, uh, a lot of the cattle. That's only a reason in general. That's only tells us that one needs to leave the land. Why should, but who leave? They can no longer be together. And it's not able to. So somebody has to move. So the first reason is only why somebody has to move. And the Medrash explains another detail. Not a contradictory, but to tell us that why Why is it that Esau left because of Yaakov? Move on. The reason that are brought they only explain this detail. Why is Esau going before of Yaakov? Rashi also quotes the word not just this explanation that he had a this document of debt that he has to be in Golus if he's going to clear it through. That's why you understand now why we have to remember emphasize the Arva, their brotherhood, because there's a responsibility over here. But if we should just say what the Pasek says alone, that it couldn't tolerate them together without this special other idea why he's living. Then we all have to say it's only by... By the way, it says because it was his brother, but there's no special uh, Indian for us. But in this case, now it understands well because it was his brother. So either he has to pay the price or not, so because he didn't want to pay the price, so he moved out, even though uh, maybe um, they would move. Hey, the Rebbe continues that Alpizeh is by Gamkin, based on the above, it also will be explained. Why did Esau not leave the land of Canaan? He's living now. Is mipnei shtarchoiv shol gzedes kigeri yezarachol vegoimer because of the uh, document of the uh, debt that you have to uh, be a ger yezarachol, and he didn't want to do it. So why did he have to wait? Uh, now uh, he should have left before that, not to be paying the price. So, but now we understand it. Why? Because because of In the Pasik it gives you the reason for the general, what took place, that because because they are fortune was too much to handle, and that 
forced at that point, once it was impossible to be together, one of them has to move. And therefore, the change comes around only when one has to leave. That's when the change comes around. Because when one has to leave and the other one stays, that means that the one that is staying is accepting to pay it. Until that time, it's not clear and has not been decided a dying yet. Who is going to be the one that is going to be paying for that document, maybe they'll both pay. Uh, even though you are leaving in the land, it doesn't mean that you're paying the uh, debt, because that's a continuation of where the father lived. So it doesn't mean that they're accepting it. But once it is necessary, one has to move. So the second one that remains, he therefore sorts out and he verifies through that that in his mind and his decision, through this, his decision and his mind, by staying there. And this is Rashi's prolonged interpretation. That they couldn't. So Rashi says... Since this is all in the posse that they were not able to sit together, and therefore, so every one of them was forced to decide and to say, uh, as far as his moving, and what is also the star? Are you going to pay for it? You're going to move? As I, Esau, so therefore, Esau, because they weren't able to stay, so then say, Omar, he said, let me leave here. I don't need the gift. That's why we understand. Before, it was not necessary to leave because it's not clear. He's just living there because as a follow-up to uh, the father lived there. But now that one has to move, so this is becoming clear. And Isaac said, I don't want not the matona and not the piron ashtar. In Oizvav, the Rebbe explains that um, the Rashi adds also the words of Mepnei Habusha that Bechlal, this whole idea that uh, Yaakov comes and Esau has to leave Enochanami doesn't want the Shtar but there's a, a bush over there that because of Yaakov's coming so now they have to split so he is the one that runs away so Rashi has to explain that there was also a matter of Busha involved for him to stay there uh, together with Yaakov, and therefore it makes sense his decision to move and not to pay uh, the debt of the um, of Gerzerachot. <laughs> this reasoning is not sufficient yet. Although that Esau did not want to pay the document of that he didn't want to have the gizayda on his children nevertheless since what forced him to leave the land is that Yaakov is the one that came there is a level of being subdued towards Yaakov and a shame in front of all the people 
of the land. He is going to find a place to live, whatever he can find. As Rashi translates that he goes to Eretz just to go somewhere, find a place. As long as he can just leave the land for Yaakov. That's why Rashi adds the second part of Busha. But the Rebbe says this Busha that is not like the Medrash that gives this a reason for uh, leaving. That's not the reason. Not the, the reason he left was the Pshutish Mikra is because the post says, So, but Rashi says, First, the Rebbe says what he's not. He's not Beloshin Yesh Emrim. Which would make it a pirush acher, another interpretation. like in the medrash, that this is actually another opinion. Kibemal sif beis, as mentioned earlier, is sif beis. Kibemedrash mavoyim timeim elu, because the medrash, these reasons are brought between pirush aposik. That's explaining the posik. Posik says mivne Yaakov achiv because of his brother Yaakov. So there's two pirushim. Heim shnei pirushim ba'kosuv. Then in the posik. There are two pirushim. Why he left is mipnei shtarchayv, or for the document of that, and mipnei abusha, or because of the shame. But Rashi But what is Rashi's intent by bringing the words of the medrashis? It's not coming to explain the pasuk what it means. He left because Yaakov is brother. The learning it according to Pshat, that's not the meaning at all. Uh, that he left because of this, but this is not to explain the posse, but to explain reasonings that explain what the conduct of Esau, that he was going to another land because of Yaakov. Saying that he is the one that is leaving because of the Shtar there's a bush in it that's not sufficient. So Rashi has also because of the shame that he sold the Bukhara. That is generally Esau staying in the land of Canaan, there is a mix of a sense of shame. Especially in the presence of Yaakov, to whom he, to him, he had sold his And Since that's the case, it's understood why Esau left the land Why should he leave? It's embarrassment. It seems a subdue towards Yaakov and a shame that he's being pushed away from him. Ella, okay, so therefore, because it was a general shame over there, so now uh, it was a shame being there, so now we understand how he took the shame basically of leaving over there and subduing himself because of the shame. But this reason, El Shatam Busha Levad, but just because of the shame, he would not have left the place where he lived with all of his family. That's why this reason is brought only as an addition. Now that you're moving, that's the main thing. was because but because there was also Busha, that's why he agreed, even though 
it sort of saw that he gave in to Yaakov. So, but Lechayre, we have a whole other problem here. Lechayre, the Rebbe addressed in Why would that not be considered paying the debt by Esau, the fact that he's going and living in another land? He's going to Esau. The Rebbe says in Zayin. But Lechayre, we need to still requires explanation. This decree that your seed will be a stranger. Which is placed upon the seed of Yitzchak. As the Pasuk concludes over there, that they have to be Gatim in not a land of theirs. doesn't say that they will be Gatim in Eretz Mitzrayim, just not in their land. As Rashi specifically explains over there, it doesn't say Eretz Mitzrayim, not to them. That's how Rashi makes the cheshman there that it's actually 400 years even though Mitzrayim there were only 210 years because it started earlier when they were not in their land. So, in that case, since not being in their land is already considered Gedim, now that Esau is moving to Harseir, which is outside the land of Canaan, so that itself here and lays the payment of the chayv. So what are we saying that he's not paying the chayv? He's paying the chayv by moving to Harseir. Babir The explanation of this is as follows. The gzeda, which is on the seed of Yitzchok, he is ger be'eretz lo'elohem. That means that he should be in the place which is not there, not live there. If he's there at Toishov, that's not that he should be a stranger in the lands which is not theirs. That he finds himself in the place where he lives, but not as a resident, but as a stranger. Uh, he didn't want to pay the, 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 the debt of the Choyv by living like a stranger. He settled in Harseir. So therefore, that's not considered, that's not the fulfilling of because over there he settled. From this is also a lesson for the service of each one, Bechol Mokim Shehu, wherever he is, Meshach, Zman HaGolos, during the time of Golos. Kol Zman Piron Ashtar Chayv, Hayyizaynu Begolos. As long as we have to play the debt, the dark of debt, which, in other words, we're in Golos, Ad Biz Mashiach Sidkeinu. Until the coming of Mashiach, Harashim Mashiach, Shilcha Milchemes Hashem, who will wage the war for Hashem, in Natsech, and he'll be victorious, he'll be in the Beis Amigdosh, and he'll build the Beis Amigdosh in this place, and afterwards, he kabbat Nitche Yisrael, he will gather those who are pushed away, Israel, the Jewish people who are, which will be the Kates HaGolus, the end of Golus. So as long until that time that happens, the person needs to know and feel that he's a stranger in not his land. Not to settle, God forbid, in the time and the order of Golus. He should be a stranger and a non-resident, a ger, for all matters of the Golus. Avol Toishev, 
But on the other hand, he should be a resident. In all matters of Torah Mitzvah, in Yon HaNeshama, which are Neshama matters. As we know that from the beginning, it's not begun to the exile. But in Golos, he's only a Ger. The should wait, anticipate every moment and every time for Lagula Mitis to the true redemption. Hadei Mashiach, it came to Rachis Mashiach, Shilichenu Kemius Lardzenu, because Mamash will lead us to our holy land very soon. This is Mesicha Sabbath Parshas Vayishlach, Tovshin Chavtes.